Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for the Rutherford Report on 101 ESPN. Anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey, here we go. Welcome back. It's Balloon Party driven by Munganass, St. Louis Acura here on 101 ESPN. And it is our pleasure to welcome to program, ladies and gentlemen, the great Jeremy Rutherford. JR, I understand congratulations are in order. For your son's team winning a triple overtime thriller in a uh, significant tournament this weekend, uh, can you confirm this report that has uh, has been presented to me? Yeah, thanks, uh, Mr. McKernan. Uh, it was a, a joy to uh, to be in the arena, and they won the Blue Note Cup championship. The uh, Merrimack Sharks A two team, so a little shout out to them and proud moment. A lot of sports events. You and I and others in our industry are. Uh, in the press box, can't cheer, can't celebrate, uh, but this one I definitely could celebrate. What a blast. Yeah, that's awesome, man. And it was triple overtime for real? Yeah, seven seconds left in triple overtime, so they went uh, five on five, four on four, and then down to three on three in the uh, third overtime. And uh, we were going to continue with a fourth overtime if we didn't get the big goal from Nick uh, Henry Silva on our team. And uh, he wins the game, so uh, Blue Note Cup champs. Wow. That's outstanding. And how old uh, were these uh, youngsters? These are uh, 10-year-old lads. They're uh, starting to put a lot of gel in their hair, and they walk with the swagger and definitely uh, had their chests uh, pumped out when they were walking out of the Centene the other day. So they're starting to uh, blossom into uh, young lads here. Oh, how about that? That had to be super fun, huh? Yeah, it really was. And, you know, I uh, was scheduled to be on the trip and go to San Jose and go to L.A., but once they advanced to, uh, to that championship game, able to stay back in St. Louis and, and catch that game and caught a late flight out of St. Louis last night about 1030, and I'm staying next to Sun Devil Stadium and uh, the Mullet Arena, getting ready to walk in for Blues practice and, and meet some of the new guys. Of course, uh, Kapanen's been a while, been around for a few games now, but sounds like Jacob Brana should be at practice today and, and ready to play for the Blues, so we'll get a chance to talk to him today. Doug Armstrong addressing things uh, this past week after the deadline came to a conclusion. Um, what were some of your biggest takeaways from what he had to say with regard to the Blues' mindset uh, going into the third and uh, everything that they wound up doing and where things will go from here? Yeah, we had a story at The Athletic a couple days ago, and they asked us to grade the Blues' trade deadline work. I gave the Blues 9 out of 10. You could almost give them a 10 out of 10, uh, but I think it's uh, tough to be – Perfect, and I think these uh, players that they brought in, one uh, on the waiver wire, I mentioned Kapanen, and then in the trade on on, uh, the deadline day uh, with Detroit to get Vrana. These are kind of lottery tickets. We'll see what happens with these guys. They didn't really work out with their previous stops, and and, and we'll see. But I think in terms of big picture, making a clear-cut decision, Tim, to sell the assets and go into what Doug Armstrong believes is going to be 
an extended uh, retool. When I say extended, there were a couple times during the press conference where he said, folks, this is going to be 12, 24 months. We're going to do some experimenting. We're probably not going to be players in free agency. He did mention they got one spot available, and he said we got about $4.2 million. So they'd like to bring in a centerman. It was kind of interesting when he said we got one slot, $4.2 million. I was thinking, is that uh, is he looking into the camera telling Ryan O'Reilly there's uh, there's our offer <laughs> <laughs> to come back next year? So, so we'll see. But I think the fact uh, that he was clear-cut, decisive, knew what he wanted to do, I think, has fans uh, understanding what the situation is. Yeah, that's that was my follow-up question, is you, you interact with fans, whether it be on social media or you, you get messages sent and co- comments left under your, your columns on The Athletic. After Armstrong spoke and, and laid it out that, hey, this isn't, this isn't going to be a quick turnaround, which I think most people are aware of, but still to hear it from him and hear it be as direct and blunt – uh, what kind of reaction have you received, whether it be with communication with you or, or a reaction that you have seen? I think good. I think real good. Yeah, nothing nothing negative. I think if you look at this situation, if the Blues had a couple years success or they've you know been through this roller coaster two or three times in the last 10 years, then maybe people would look at it and say, here we go again. But that's not the case. I mean, 10 or 12 years of sustained success is not really common in pro sports. NHL, except for a few teams, and Doug Armstrong, the Blues, uh, with the uh, blessing of ownership and spending to the cap every year, have been able to do that. But the one thing that Doug said, you asked about things that stick out, he said whenever you do these long-term deals, eventually you have to pay the piper. Uh, I think a lot of fans, when they did hear that, they kind of said, well, yeah, but you were the one who signed the long-term deals. Uh, But Mm -hmm. I think it was worth, worth the gamble in his eyes at the time to keep everybody together, to stay under that flat cap, try to win it didn't work out now they're paying the piper and i think people are getting excited about what could be had with these three first round draft picks and what this team could look like in a couple years uh jeremy rutherford with us here on balloon party driven by munganass st louis acura and alton toyota one final question for you and i think we touched on this when we were talking uh perhaps on tma last week uh and that is uh doing some kind of uh deep dive as to what took place from the moment they hoisted the cup in Boston to essentially uh, closing the chapter on that run with this trade deadline. And if they could go back, what are some moves that they would like to make and what are some moves that they regret? Running parallel to the Blues uh, since 2019 would be their opponent, the team that watched them lift the cup in Boston, and that is the Bruins, who are on an absolute terror. I mean, an absolute terror. And we, we were saying this back in October with Jim Montgomery and what he was doing there. And here we are now uh, entering mid-March. They're in the midst of a 10-game winning streak. They have 103 points. Uh, if if the, the, the second best team, uh, or excuse me, the best team in the West has 82 points. So that means they'd be 21 points back of them if they were in the East. I know it's 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 not something that you can summarize in 10 seconds, but the Boston Bruins were able to keep it going. Don't get me wrong. They had to part ways with their coach, so it's not like things were going in a great direction there. And the Blues have obviously had their regression. Uh, why are they in the spot they're in, and, and what did they do that the Blues perhaps didn't do? Yeah, definitely something that you can't summarize in a short time. We could spend some more time on this, but just to touch on it, yeah, I've heard that a lot. In the past couple of weeks, just you look at Boston, they lose that Stanley Cup and they're able to kind of 
keep things going and, and now just uh, running away with uh, the league in terms of standings and a great shot at winning the Stanley Cup. You know, I think uh, you look at that Boston roster, still a lot of good young players that even though they lost the Cup were on their way up. And then uh, Zdeno Chara, he moves on, so kind of their elder statesman, uh, he, he leaves. And then I think with the Blues, it was a little bit of a different situation. I think things could be different here in St. Louis. Had things worked out with Alex Petrangelo, I'm not here to place blame. Somebody can, you know, break that down and, and say uh, who's at fault there. But when you lose an Alex Petrangelo and you try to bring in uh, somebody to play with Colton Preco and it doesn't work out with Scandella, it works out okay with Letty, uh, not great. You bring in Tory Krug as a result of having some money uh, to replace Alex Petrangelo's money. It just hasn't worked on defense. And, and I think when you couple that, with the fact that you had the Vladimir Tarasenko situation. You had, what do you do with David Prahn? Do you re-sign him to a multi-year term? There were just some bigger questions, I think, here in St. Louis and some decisions made that you know, maybe you don't make them again. And then in Boston, you talk about uh, getting a new coach in there. I think he's done wonders uh, with that team. He's gotten the best out of their young players, young players who thought were going to be on the way out under the previous coach performing really well. So, uh, it is a fair question when you look at the two teams and where they've gone since 2019. And I think the Blues deservedly are here where they're at, and I think Boston deservedly is where they're at. There it is, 103 points in the midst of a 10-game winning streak, the Boston Bruins, Blues, and Arizona coming up. JR with us every Monday here on Balloon Party. JR, appreciate the time, sir. Thanks so much. Talk to you later, Tim. Thanks. Thanks, sir. All right, take it easy, man. Time for us to shut it down. For Action Jackson, I'm Tim McKernan. This has been Mungan St. Louis Acura's Balloon Party on 101 ESPN.